Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then we need somebody to look up to for who working hard and that shit paying off and they stand down, bang, you yeah. know, keeping faith, whatever, whatever. Definitely look to Ed, man. So, yeah, never give up on yourself, bro. A lot of us, you know, look up to you from a distance or up close, you know, for our own inspirations and keep us motivated. So, yeah. Welcome to the Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station. I'm your host, Ed Doxon. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Today, we got a very special guest. I know I say that a lot, um, but today we really, really, really got a special guest. Um, you know, sometimes people could say no need for introduction, but this person does need an introduction. Um, this is my brother, my friend, um, my good man from Philadelphia City, a brotherly, brotherly love that I met at Delaware State back in 2012. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, you know, almost 10 years in, but um, nonetheless, today's episode is titled Connections, and we're talking to Mr. Isaiah Covington. Um, to give you a brief background um, about Zay, um, he's not an average guy. He's a hard worker, probably one of the most hard workers I know. Um, you, you know, he's had experiences so far that we'll talk about today, being able to uh, work in the NBA, um, furthering his education through his master's degree, um, doctoral program, all these different things. But today I have one Zay, Isaiah Covington, <laughs> Cub, something I've learned uh, 30 minutes ago, sleep, whatever you want to call him, but... We got Zay in the building today. Welcome to the show, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for having me, man. I know this is long overdue, so, you know, I'm definitely happy we can make it work in your city. Already, yeah, yeah. You know we live here in the nation's capital, D.C. We got the Wizards and the Celtics about to play in three hours. Um, so, yeah, man, you know, it's always wonderful to connect, bro, get together. But I'm definitely sure. glad to get you on the show today. Um, and as you all hear, we tied the connections. And, uh, you know, before we get deep into this conversation, man, just kind of tell people a little bit about yourself, you know, Currently, where you're at in your career, what you're yep. doing, uh, where you're from, you know, all those things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, Isaiah Covington, so many nicknames, Zay, whatever whatever you want to call it. But uh, current performance coach for Boston Celtics, uh, strength and conditioning, nutrition, sports science. Uh, just a little quick background. Prior to this opportunity, I was spent two and a half years with the Golden State Warriors organization, working with the Warriors and their G League affiliate, Santa Cruz Warriors. Uh, before that, spent a year with Indiana Pacers as a full season performance intern. Uh, got my undergrad Delaware State University. That's where me and Ed uh, met 2012, 2016. I uh, got my master's at LIU Brooklyn and I'm currently working on another uh, master's program in Australia, which I'm sure we'll get to uh, further along the convo. But yeah, that's pretty much me right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Nah, no questions, bro. You know, um, as you all can hear what he just said, like, you know, we talk about the big leagues, but you actually are in the big league, like, you know, the NBA, man. So, you know, first question I want to ask you, bro, you know, just me knowing you coming from Philly, um, you know, coming from a, a strong family, successful family, um, going to an HBCU, just all the different type of things, man. Like, wh where did you first start having these big dreams or even or did you have them? Because sometimes you know, people say stuff fall in their lap, but like, where when did you feel like you started to dream big whether that was when your time in philly whether that's when you got to Dale state when did you feel like you know i'm starting to dream big and i want to do this and i want to do that and i'm gonna do whatever it takes to get to it yeah for sure so i would say uh i started dreaming big in college uh but before that in high school i knew since high school i wanted to go into strength and conditioning uh working with athletes play sports growing up honestly speaking knowing that i really wasn't that good to you know probably playing college <laughs> or go pro so i didn't really have those big Football dreams, that was a sport I played, you right. know, just, just kind of being honest with myself. But I knew that I wanted to work with high-level athletes. 
Uh, and once I got to college, um, you know, just started learning more about the major, you know, started meeting people, having, you know, mentors and just people that guided me. I started to see that, you know, hey, I, you know, these dreams that I'm thinking of to work with high level athletes, I can actually really do this like in real life. Um, I would say, yeah. So I would say that's probably the the moment where I really realized, like, you know, I can do this. And then, um, you know, one of my family members, my cousin, you know, he worked in pro sport, you know, so just kind of following him through his journey as well. He kind of showed me that, you know, this is possible, especially for people that look like us. And um, so, yeah. you know, just a combination of all of that, made, you know, made me so, you know, why, why not me? You know, right. So. Right, right. And, 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 you know, something that I think, uh, you know, applaud you for to speak to your characters that you said, you know, like, hey, I realize that I'm not going to go to the league. I'm not going to get drafted. But, you know, where you're at now shows your love for sports and just, you know, love for the game. So, you know, I think you took if you ask me, I think you took more of a difficult route right. because it's like, you know, I think if you have a talent or a God given talent and you make it to the league, whatever, you can make it to the league. But it still doesn't mean that you make, you know, some people go number one, but they still not successful for sure. But you said, okay, I'm going to go on this side and I'm going to work on how do we prepare these athletes? How do we get them there? And it's like, it's so funny, y'all, because like, I remember when Zay was at Dell State, like he would be going to class and he would tell us what his major was and what he was doing and all that. So in actuality, we're just thinking like, all right, you're just trying to work people out or you're trying to be a trainer. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh, you know, you're going to be a trainer at the gym. You're going to open your own gym. Cool. But like, once you got out there, and I think, and I'm not even going to say think, I know for a fact. The people that majored in, uh, is it, uh, what's it, what's the major in? Uh, movement science, kinesiology. Yeah, movement science. The people at Delaware State that majored in that major, once they saw you leave and you did what you did with the major, I think it changed everybody's idea. Like, oh, shit, like this can really be something different. Like it's sure. just not working yeah. out. So um, what, what role would you say your HBCU played in preparing you for the league? And not just in the sense of education, but like if it's, Social skills, yeah. leadership skills, yeah. whatever the case is. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, to be honest, like going to HBCU, Delaware State, you know, to be exact, that definitely prepared me just, you know, I would say more so really on the social side of everything, you know. So just a quick background. While at school, I was involved with a lot of organizations. Ed, no, you know, we was in student government together. SGA for SGA, life. SGA, Camp <laughs> Activities Board, Men's Council, you know, all those type of things. But uh, that kind of showed me, you know, that whatever you do in life and especially in the field that I work with, you're always working with people, you know, regardless if they're athletes or whatever, you're working with people. Uh, you may be working with groups of people trying to come to one common goal. You may be working one on one with a person. But the common denominator is, is you're working with people and uh, just being on these different organizations and things like that just showed me how to uh, maneuver with that. And I, you know, I think that played a huge role, uh, into, you know, who I am today. Um, and then especially too, on the business side of everything, like I said, in student government, I was, you know, working with budgets and doing proposals. And these are things that I still do to the, to this day, you know, it's not, I was saying student government no more, it's in the real world, but, uh, you know, those same characteristics that I learned in college stuck with me all the way up until this day right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. I, I think uh, any student leader, you know, especially in the HBCU environment can relate, like, how much it prepares you for the quote-unquote real world. Um, as I'm thinking about our college days, you know, I'm thinking about, too, like, I always, you know, brag about you and say, like, we, me and Zay have a thing called 2312. Uh, that was this apartment building in the Ville. We stayed there one summer. I didn't have housing, so I stayed there one summer. 
And what we were doing is doing something that a lot of people do today. That was utilizing LinkedIn to the fullest extent. But, you know, this was 20, that was 2012, 20, 2013, 20, 2013. Yeah, so 2013, something. So a lot of people wasn't on LinkedIn, but I remember like us reaching out to people. So for example, I was looking to do community relations and sports. Zay was looking to do the strength and conditioning. So reaching out to coaches, you know, asking them questions, um, looking for jobs, setting up, uh, you know, uh, um, informational calls, those different type of things. And if I'm not mistaken, one of your coaches you ended up working for um, Indiana yeah, was yeah. somebody that you reached out to, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, that, that makes me think about what we all talking about today, man. Let's just dive into more of the importance of connections and relationship building. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's we having this show today, and I'm letting y'all know, I'm going to brag on Zay. Zay's really <laughs> humble. You know, I've been able to get in some places I never thought I would get into so early you know, just being his friend, like, and I mean, like, that was, you know, going to the finals, all those type of things. But I'm just saying, uh, kind of talk about networking, like what it means to you, um, how it's benefited your career, personal life, and, um, you know, some jewels that you may want to drop as it relates to, you know, people getting into uh, expanding their network. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, just to speak on 2312, like he's like, that is 100% how it was. Like We were literally playing out like, hey, Six o'clock, we're going back to the room. We're going to spend two hours just reaching out to people. Right. <laughs> and not and not asking for jobs, but just really trying to learn. Right. Make the that connections. Make, and, yeah. make, and make connections and uh, get advice and things like that. And, just, you know, just going off that, you know, networking played a huge role in my career, man, even to this day. And, it, you know, one thing about networking, it doesn't stop once you get the job. You right. Know, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a continuous thing. And, uh you know, it just like it benefited me, you know, so much in my career, just meeting the right people, establishing genuine relationships too, you know, and that's one piece of advice. Like if you yeah. wanna network with people, you know, I'd rather you instead of trying to, you know, BS and write five hundred people the same message, really focus on those two people and creating that genuine relationship with them because people can tell when you're being genuine or not, you know, and uh so that's kind of how I always, you know, wanted to move, you know, and, uh, you know, every job that I've had so far came from, you know, somebody being able to make a call and speak on my behalf. So, you know, I, I know people say it's not what you know, but who you know, and that's very true, but it's also how that person knows you and how, right. and, and how they can speak on you. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, so that's, you know, that's really how it is. You know, if I'm one day in a position where I can hire and, you know, Ed knows someone and I trust Ed, you know, he's speaking highly to this person. I have no doubt in my mind that this person will be considered easily right that. Um, so yeah, man, it played a, played a huge role, man. You know, even, um, you know, getting my first job, you know, my internship, you know, the, uh, you know, I was reaching out to the director on LinkedIn, follow him on social media. And one day he just tweeted that he'd be looking for an intern, you know, and I reached out, and I was able to, you know, obviously get the internship, but based off our prior conversations, he remembered me two years later, you know, so, um, you know, it's just, man, it's so important. It's crucial. You know, whenever I'm giving advice to someone, I tell them, you know, that's, you know, obviously you got to learn, like the education is a big piece, but the networking piece, man, it's just, just as important. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, bro. And I think you hit it on the head as far as like, you know, People think like, oh, I met this person or I got this business card or I connected with this person. But it's like really sustaining that relationship. Exactly. Like me and Zay similar in a lot of ways. You know, we got a lot of similar connections. And 
you know, it was one particular person, I won't say their name, but like we just be like sometimes like, dang, I feel like every time I hit them up, you know, it's for a favor or it's for, you know, asking mm-hmm. something. And that person doesn't mind doing it for us. Like, you know, he's like our big homie. But we also kind of come to the point where like you can't just just in building a relationship and taking a relationship to the next level. Something a, a good man, Silas Grant, shout out to Sal. He told me, you know, you shouldn't sit down with anyone or ask to sit down with anyone if you don't have anything to offer them. Now, at the same time, that doesn't that anybody like today, man, you can sit down with uh, the richest man in the world, but we still have something to offer him because we probably come from two different types of life, walks of life. So you don't know. He may be interested in learning more about that. And I'm just saying that to say is that that's the importance, like you just hit on, of you know, building a connection and sustaining yep. a connection. And you never know where that relationship could go, like, because, yeah, we, we seen it. Like, we see it. <laughs> like you said, it's about who can vouch for you, who can speak for you. You know, you can have a nice resume, you can have experience, and you can present yourself 110% well. But, you know, like they say, you got mentors and you got sponsors. You got to have those sponsors really pushing for you. So for sure. that's uh, extremely important. And, um, yeah, man, I think, you know, transitioning just into the next question, um, we're here now, you know, D.C., like you said, you know, went from the Pacers to Golden State to the Celtics. Now, before we get into now, as I, you know, the, the Celtics, let's kind of walk down the line and not just to the league. Let's take it back. Brooklyn, New York. I, 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 left. <laughs> but let's take it back to grad yeah. school, man. Anybody that's out there right now that's a grad student, we feel your pain. We know the papers. We know the uh, wait until 930 to start a paper that's due at midnight, yeah. uh, working full time. And we know the struggle of it. But um, I bring that up because I remember you being there, uh, really grinding, being in a total different space from, you know, the NBA. So just talk about uh, LIU, you know, your experience there and, um, you know, before going off into the league. Yeah, for sure. And LIU is always going to have a special place in my heart. You know, obviously, like I, I kind of say that's where I really first started. You know, I did an internship at Dell State uh, for my course curriculum, but LIU is where I really started my career. And, um, you know, I ended up choosing the school, one, because they had a good uh, grad program for exercise science, but they also uh, gave me the opportunity to be a graduate assistant. Shout out to Richard James, my first opportunity. And, um, you know, that was that was a great opportunity because one, you know, he just threw me in the fire and it was like, you know, I had to survive, you know, and that, like I said, being my first real experience, you know, I was just nervous, you know, I everything was just new to me. You know, I had two teams that I was working with. We didn't have football, so we all worked with basketball. Uh, a couple, uh, two other GAs, shout out to Jillian, shout out to Raf. And uh, we all just kind of really taught each other and learned while we go. Uh, and it was just, a, it was just an amazing experience because I really was just, I really was able to coach and, you know, just make mistakes and, you know, learn and, um, you know, while getting a practical experience, I'm also getting the educational piece too in grad school. So, and not to make it even sound all good because there were times that were challenging that, you know, I, uh, there was just, you know, learning experiences that I never had before. You know, the grad school part was a little difficult as well, certain classes. So it was it was a really big adjustment, but it's what is really what I needed. And, uh, you know, as I went on, you know, I started getting more comfortable with it, you know, learning, still networking, you know, getting advice on things. And that's how I was able to move forward with it. And, uh, you know, and no, you know, that was a point in time, too, where I was just was you know, studying hard, you know, trying to learn as much as I can, you know, I'm 21, 22, yeah. uh, coming, coming right out of Dell State. So trans- transitioning from, you know, a teenager really to adulthood within a year, 
so that part of it too, the, the personal side too, was an adjustment as well. So it was, it was, it was overall, it was a great experience for sure. Right, right. Now it makes me think, um, you know, that experience and that decision and um, that achievement of getting that graduate degree. I know a lot of people, I know you get it all the time and it's like, how did you get this job? How do you get there? Whatever the case is. But um, for your field in the position that you're in now, does someone have to get a master's degree or is it just recommended? Like can someone kind of just have their bachelor's degree in that field and maybe get some certifications or is a master's degree mandatory to reach this level? Yeah. So <clears throat> every organization is different. Um, you know, to be honest, I'm not going to say it's required, but I will say if, you know, if I have two resumes, one person has a master's, one person doesn't, right. depending on their experience, the person with the master's may move on to, to the next pile. Right. You know, just because they, sh I know it's showing that they have an advanced level of education, right. you know, in the field. Um, so required, no, highly recommended for sure. Okay. For sure. And that was one of the big things with me. Like I said, I had my big cousin, you know, that uh, schooled me along the way, but it was, it, you know, there were certain roads you know my journey that i wanted to make myself and i just knew right along you know i want to keep going so let's right. get this master's right now you know, right, 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 right. you know i'm still young fresh out of school let's just get it rolling so when it's time for me to apply for a job i want to be able to so, have a bachelor's have a master's have some type of internship graduate assistantship right you know and just kind of follow the follow the chain yeah yeah no no for sure and um you know that like any grad student i know you can feel i feel for you as well as me but like that flew back you know, grad school go back so quick. Like you thinking, like I was talking to a, a very, very good friend of mine the other day and she was stressing about grad school. And I was like, yo, like, you know, just stick it out. I'm like, I remember my days I wanted to quit, but I'm like, it's going to open up so many more doors. Absolutely. You know, and that opened up doors for you now. If I'm not mistaken, when you were in Indy, that was your last year of grad school, right? Yeah, so my first year I was the grad assist, grad assistant at LIU. Then I got the position with the Pacers. Right. And it came down to, all right, what am I going to do? Am I going to stop going to school? Right. <laughs> or, you know, what am I going to do? And I was, I just remember thinking like, all right, you know, these positions don't come around that often with a professional team. I got to take this right now. So yeah. I went to, you know, the school and pretty much asked, is there a way we can make this work for me to finish my master's uh, while also getting experience with the Pacers? And they were able to make it online for me. So I finished the last year of grad school while I was working with the Pacers. Right, so right, right. It all like everything really works out. Like, like it's it, it, yeah. it's crazy how it all comes together. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, I think people uh, listening should understand the importance of like sacrifice for sure. Because you know, even when you was there, like you know, I know, like it wasn't like you had a salary. Or right. It wasn't like yeah. you had a, like you really was out there grinding. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Working in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, really grinding, put that work in, but also too. I think it speaks to your your character and your ambition because yeah, I went out there like I don't think I could live in no, Indiana. <laughs> like I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, but I'm saying that to say because like I know you know you went to Indy and it was like Midwest and you know what we about to go to next. We are gonna talk about going to the Warriors, but um, just real quick before we transition to that, like I want to ask you know we talking about Philly, Dell State, LIU. And then now, you know, going to Indiana and then, you know, stuff is after that. Do you do all these transitions? You know, have you ever had some type of fear, concern, worry, or it's just been like, hey, I'm about to dive in and see what's up? Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely have fear. Yeah. Um, 
I think, especially going to Indiana, because I, I didn't know anything about there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like nothing. <laughs> like, you know, so I'm like, um, you know, even like all the way up until me getting there, just nervous. Like, what does it even look like out there? Right, you know, right, right. Am I going to be good enough? You yeah. Know, I know I don't know everything. I'm only one year removed from school. Like, I right. don't have it. Not even sound like I don't have it all figured out. I don't have nothing. Nothing, right, right. I <laughs> and I'm be totally honest. You know, yeah. that was that was that was really my thoughts going into it. But it was just like at the end of the day, they saw something in me that they liked. Right, right. You know, and that was the part where it was like, you know, they know I don't have it figured out. They know right, I'm they like 21, room. 22. You know, but I'm just you know at the same time with anything, you always want to succeed and do well, right. and you know not make mistakes. But uh. Yeah, man, it was. I was so scared to go, yeah. you know. But then I was just. I got to a point where it was like, Nah, this is this is what I wanted. Right. Like, this is what, what you want. Yeah. Everything I did so far is for this moment right now. Exactly. And I packed that Buick up, right, drove to Indiana. <laughs> yeah, the Buick, right, the old park <laughs> half for sure. Like for real, bro. And I think that was like a great time because um, I I you know correct me wrong, but I think when I was there, I noticed like. You know the 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 the, the team like kind of either took you under like you know when you're yeah. going to the club is how they put you know the older guys are just like they they you know like people you know real people and hard workers and that bitch they see stuff in people but I noticed that which like I know we once we was outside the club I forget the player name and uh I think we was uh yeah me and Zay was in line we waiting to get in line so we wait you know we cool it and as I tell y'all this just speaks to how humble he is like this is Victor Oladipo's party so Zay probably could just say oh yeah you know with the team I get in so we just get in line. And I forget what players came. But it was like three of them. They came like, man, what you standing in line for? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they was just looking like, man, like you one of us, you know. Right. But that speaks to you. Like you said, you just went out there being humble, not mm-hmm. knowing what. And like I always say, I was like, man, I think you'd be moving so fast. It's You know, a lot of people can relate to this. It's hard to live in the moment. But it was like, man, going to that game after the game and just seeing everything. I was like, dang, like, you know, just the beginning of what's what. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Pacers internship after this is going to be a full-time or you're going to go to the Knicks or wherever you go. So it's like, all right, cool. So we wait and then boom, it's like Golden State Warriors. <laughs> That's the next thing. I'm like, whoo! And this is like at the height of it. If I can recall, you was there after the... When you were there, they had what, two rings? All right. They had two rings. Yeah, they, had, yeah, they already had... I think that was the fifth straight final when I was there. Okay. My last year is... They lost uh, to Toronto. Toronto, okay. Yeah. So that's the one I came to. Yeah. Okay, okay cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, going from Indy, and it's like not knowing nothing, went out there soaking all, soaking up all the game. And I feel like, you know, being at Indy at the time, they were good. They wasn't like, you know, crazy, but Vic was killing. They were mm-hmm. decent, you know. But you went from there to go to state, and I feel like that transition was just, like, so different. Like, different coasts, different fans different franchise and this is during like you know they're currently winning so i always tell him i'm like yo bro like you really got there like and you were in the moment of the history you know it's sure. not like oh it was an indie oh, yeah that's what reggie used to kill at you know blah 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 you see all the pictures and the the uh, stuff up in the rappers but this is like no like steph draymond kd right here right now like i mean yeah we we be at home watching the games we seeing him on tv KD coming through the tunnel, dabbing him up. And he just chilling. Like, he's so chill with it. We looking like, man, look at KD, man. Like, you know, he, he got Zay looking like a midget on TV compared to, you know, how tall he is. But, yeah, man, just uh, tell people about that experience yeah. at Golden State, Um, you know, working with the G League as well yeah. as the NBA League. And from my perspective, outside looking in, I think that was a 
a, a great moment for your career because I think you were able to work with, okay, the league, but then I'm also able to work with the G League. So I'm able to see, like, you know, this is talent that we can continue to develop. And then it's like you're working with that talent, you know, working with all stars, you know, already developed. So uh, just tell us about your experience out going to state, you know, Santa Cruz. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was a big transition because I went from intern, you know, under three people and just learning. And, you know, everybody know how intern duties go. You're doing grunt work, things like that. But then when I got when I got the position with the Warriors, it was like, oh, all right. Number one, so my position was split. I was the head of performance for the G League team, and then I was an assistant with Golden State. So how how it pretty much worked out was from October to April, I was with the G League, and then from April all the way to the following October, I was with Golden State. Uh, well, when I first started, it was training camp with Golden State, and uh, you know my first day, you know there, I'm you know work, working with these high level athletes, yeah. KD, Clay all those guys. And I'm like, okay, this is a big transition because, you know, you know, talked about before going to Indiana just be able to learn and soak up information, which I was still able to do on golden state. But now it's like, this is, this is like the real thing now. So now they're expecting me to come in and right. make an impact and, you know, bring initiatives and things yeah, like no that. More learning. Like, There's no more learning. Like no more learning. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was like, they're expecting you to come in and, you know, know certain no, things. Right. Uh, so that was an adjustment. And then even with the G league, it was like, I'm, I'm the head of performance. So I'm going to went from an intern to the head over a roster of 10 plus players, you know, and being 24, you know, it's still, you know, I was, you know, I was like so young into it, you know, and I was just, I was literally just learning while I was going, but it was, it was, it was just an amazing opportunity to see how, you know, the staff in Golden State work with these high-level athletes, the different things that they do than from when I was in Indiana or from when I was in grad school. So at the end of the day, I'm still picking up so many different things yeah. um, throughout this process. But, uh, man, you know, just like the whole experience was dope, you know, because, like I said, I really had a chance to run my own team, kind of, you know, still make – make mistakes and learn and things like that. But then like you say, still be able to soak up that knowledge from you right. know, up top. Uh, obviously like both teams were good when I was in the, um, my first year, we went to the Western conference finals in the G league, the golden state went all the way to the finals. Um, man, so it was amazing. You know, I met so many different people on a whole different coast. You know, I was literally on the opposite side of the yeah. country, you know, for my family three hours behind, you know, so that and was Santa a, Cruz is not the most interesting <laughs> part of California. Y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know. That. I went out there. I'm a, man. Anybody know me? Is they know me? Like I just get to walking and running wherever. So I ended up jogging, catching an Uber to the beach. And I was like, man, this joint is like a high class Delaware. Like it felt like a high class Dover. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. that was definitely transition. Now going from Indiana to learning and then going into this space of Golden State. You know, them being in this moment of, like I said, creating history um, and all those type of things. Would you what 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 would you say? So pretty much what I'm trying to ask is from going from there, working to go to I mean, working in Indiana, you had Vic, you had some other players. But then you're going to go to state. And like you said, it's these high caliber athletes yeah. um, in your position as a strength coach. Um, what would you say was the I'm pretty much I said, what would you say was the biggest lesson you learned? as far as that transition with the athlete. And it kind of was a question I was trying to say, but I just ask it now, like, meaning like, you know, what's more perform, uh, what's more important, preventing injury or producing performance? You know what I mean? So I'm pretty yeah. much trying to get understanding because I know 
Golden State had their issues with the injuries and KD and those different type of things. But then when you were in Indiana, you know, like I said, you probably didn't have a lot of all stars. But I think Victor got injured while you were there, right? No, I think that no, was after. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So just pretty much trying to say, like, you know, from working with like different group of athletes, like, yeah. what is something that you picked up? Like, okay, what I was doing in Indiana may not work with KD and Clay, or may right, not right, work right. with this organization in the G League. Like, so what was something mm-hmm. that you feel like you had to adjust, or you've realized? what correlated, you know, no matter what team you may be with. Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, to answer one part of the question, mm-hmm. um, you know, in our role, those are really the two main priorities, improving performance yeah, and reducing injury. The, the risk of injury. Uh, you never, obviously, like, if anybody ever tells you, like, uh, we can prevent injuries, they're lying. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> can prevent injuries. Some things just happen in freakish ways. Some things can't be preventing but you can reduce the risk of it and right. uh, you and do you you do that by improving the performance so proper strength training conditioning nutrition um you know utilizing now sports science which is so uh which is so popular right now um but yeah you know just um i would say the biggest things is one you know in golden state having those high caliber guys it uh you know i've learned there that you know, it's so much more to working with these type of players, you know, is one, they got to trust in you, you know, they went to five straight finals, you know, so it's like anybody coming in there trying to create something new is, you know, it's going to be an adjustment because yeah. you said they've been winning. Right. So whatever they've been doing, obviously been working. And yeah, your idea may be like a risk. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey, we switch this up. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Whereas, so number one, you got to create, you got to create that relationship with those guys. It's an educational piece. You know, you got to explain to them the why of what you're doing to get them to buy in and trust you, um, you know, and be able to be able to, you know, if they tell you no or, you know, they don't want to do that, you know, you got to be able to still be, be consistent in your effort to try to get the best out of their performance that you can get. Uh, whereas, you know, Indiana, small, small market team, like you said, not as many high caliber players yeah but there you know it was six or seven guys there all-star yeah (laughs) no for sure exactly yeah um so i think yeah that's that's really probably the biggest difference that i've met you know in it you know and then you know even now to my current role is kind of the same thing um so like it's more like it's more like a partnership right you know what i'm saying so Absolutely. So, you know, um, Golden State, you know, like we just talked about that experience there now. So, you know, Golden State chapter, great, learned a lot, you know, jump right into a team that had multiple wins under their belt um, and just, you know, high high caliber players. So, you know, going from Golden State now is to Boston, um, you know, which currently where you're at now with the Celtics. Um, I think it's a franchise that, you know, you don't really have to, you know, it speaks for itself. For sure. Um, if you're an NBA fan and you know about the Celtics and the history. So um, let's talk about, you know, your experience here now in your first season, um, you know, getting things underway. Um, this is the, the sixth game or fifth? This is sixth game. Yeah, sixth game tonight. So I know you've been working with them off season, preparing, yeah. traveling, um, all those different type of things. So let's talk about, um, you know, experience now with Boston. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I started when, with Boston middle of January. Uh, wild adjustment, you know, starting, you know, during COVID, uh, mid-season, anywhere I've been, I never started, like, in the middle of the season. So, yeah. 
that was an adjustment just coming in, not really knowing anybody. Everybody's wearing masks, trying to just figure everything out. Uh, but one thing that I really love about here is that it's a really it's a great organization with great people. You know, they were all waiting on my arrival. You know, everybody was super just nice and um, whatever I needed. You know, I had support. Um, everybody knew who I was. So, you know, yeah. hey, Isaiah, you know, coach Brad, um, Danny Ainge, you know, so really high class people here. And that really, you know made me feel at home, you know, since day one, you know, obviously personally, like I said, I had those nerves just cause coming in mid season, they already going, it was already 15 games in when I started, um, you know, but once I got adjusted and everything, I was just rolling, you know, and just like, I, I can't stress it enough. Just working with a really good group of people, um, staff, athletes. Um, and like I said, this is my first full, full time position now. And this is, that's why I even like, you know, even when I think about it, it's like emotional sometimes because I'm like, this is everything that I really work for yeah. at this moment. You know, yeah. I'm full time with a team. I'm traveling. Right. You know, I'm working with these athletes one on one, you know, so, yeah, yeah I, you know, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's dope. You and know? That's the beauty of it, bro. Like, I think <clears> it's like, you know, myself, Fran, Rich, you know, okay, but people have seen you put in the work for it um like because i per, i know like i feel like you know you were saying like get to the league get to the league but i feel like if, if you were doing basketball wherever or any type of league you more have a love for the field yeah. you know like yeah sure. you know something shout out to Lano, man some Lano was saying the other day man and it stuck with me he was saying you know i don't want to ever confuse my passion with platform and that pretty much is kind of what we're saying is that you know like Hey, I can go train the Celtics, but I can still go maybe train some tenth grade, yeah. uh, uh, you know, tenth grade basketball, uh, men's basketball team in West Philly, and nah. train them the same way. So it's like, Facts. yeah, and you know, like I love this shit. Yeah, like, you know, like, and I think you know, you hey, I, last summer we came out. It was me, you, friends, right. little brother, like friends, like, and like, be on it, y'all. Like, it's stuff you never would think of, but it shows your, you know, your profession. And like I said too, what's important about the platform is because a lot of people don't know, like. Your true first love is really football. Right. You know what I mean? Like, y'all yeah. tell, like, it was times of, like, go to Zay room. Yo, the Bama has one game. He has a PlayStation, and he still has NCAA, what was it, 14? 14. Yeah, like, in my head, this is, this is like, what? It was the 14? That was the last one? Yeah, 14. So, yeah, word. it had to be, our, you know, my senior year, rather. But, you know, that uh, football jerseys, you know, on the, uh, on the wall in this room. So, you know, to see the basketball transition – it's really, really amazing. It's such an amazing journey. So it's amazing, you know, just to see, um, you know, you now in that space and really, you know, producing and performing well. Where and like not even to cut you off, but it's just it's crazy. Like when I look back at it, where basketball and connections like have took me. Yeah. You know, like like just going back over, you know, Brooklyn, Indiana, uh, the Bay, now Boston, and then even you know going back to a basketball and networking connection, you had a chance to work with the Nigerian national team. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, too. I was about to say, yeah. And, you know, it's crazy just, you know, being able to build a relationship with Mike Brown during my time at uh, Golden State and, you know, him asking me to be a part of the Nigerian national team as they prepare for the Olympics. And yeah. I actually, you know, I had a chance to, before the Olympics, I had a chance to go to Africa last November, you know, um, to work with Team Nigeria for the qualifiers. And, you know, when you think of just, you know, Olympians, like, you know, 
NBA high level, but you know, when you talk about Olympics, you're talking about the highest level of sport, you right? Know, the best of the best in their countries. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, when I was sitting out there in Africa, I'm like, it's cr- like this game of basketball and the I connections I made, like it's really and bringing me black here, man. You know, like, yeah, you know, it's yeah, that was bro. I remember you just sending those pictures. I'm like, wow, like you know, you just in another country, bro. And um, you know, how how was that? Um, I would say, you know. The game is a game. It's sports, it's sports, but I'm sure that it was a cultural difference like, oh, yeah. as far as like how they made do ball or how yeah. they made just all over things. Like, how was that? What was that experience for you? Like, I'm sure it was different, but did yeah. you kind of like pick up some things like, oh, damn, we should do this in America? Yeah, no, like it, it was it was it was definitely different, you know, especially from the just the way we structure things, the way we practice, um, you know, Olympic basketball is a whole different game. Yeah. You know, more way more aggressive, fast paced. Um Emphasis on the aggressive part, you know, right. like they go, <laughs> they go hard, you yeah. know. Uh, but at the end of the day, I can I think from my, from my perspective, you know, strength and conditioning, strength and conditioning, no matter right. where you at, right, um, right. you know, you adjust in certain, you know, areas. But just the way that our our structure was, in, in terms of like, you know, we had big team group lifts, team cool downs, recovery sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really like a cohesive unit, everything. So everybody's kind of doing the same thing. Everybody right. follows suit, um, you know, and, you know, even, so I, I think um, like I picked up some th- like personal things just in terms of like, like I mentioned, like the structure part and everything, but right. to be honest, everything else was kind of the same. It was like, it was a, when I went to Africa, it was like a quick tournament. You know, mm-hmm. we played three games. We were there for like five, five or six days or whatever. So everything was like fast paced. But um, yeah, man, it was dope. Yeah, 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 man, for sure, bro. And um, you know, like yeah, but that that's just that's something that I think it ain't gonna really hit you, hit you to probably later yeah. on down the line. Yep. You know, it's yep. like I already know. Or you know, when the Olympics come back around, and you could just sit back and look and be like, you know, dang, like well, you may see a player that you might have you know worked with or something over there. So that's that's dope, bro. Um, sticking, uh, just getting back to think about the Celtics. Uh, I just want to kind of ask a question. I know the music fans listening, like what's currently being played in the Celtics locker room? What's on the playlist? Ooh. What's before y'all get out there on the floor? Ooh. What y'all looking ways to? What is it looking like? Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, so we definitely got that meek and rotation. Okay. Um, a little dirt as always, uh, Hove, you know, shout to Jabari, uh, JT, yeah. big Hove fans. Um, that gonna definitely be in rotation. Drake for sure rotation. So we definitely got. I I, I will say like our taste in music that be rotation. It be yeah, it's solid for sure. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah now nah, that's always cool because you know anybody working out whatever you know music is one of those things that oh, pump yeah. you up oh, even yeah. before an interview or whatever you got going on. You know you need that music. Yep. With a lady, you gotta create the vibe. You need that music. <laughs> yeah. So you know music is really really important. But um, yeah, bro. You know um. This is, is is great. You know, we could keep going. You know how we, we do. Right. But, um, man, I think I just want to leave this. Uh, and before I let you do it, you know, I'm going to leave this last session to conclude this episode just with, you know, what we're talking about. So I'm saying this to pretty much say is that, you know, Connections is the title of this episode, as we've been saying. Um, but everything you just heard Zay talk about, like, you know, is just showing you the power of Connections. Now, today, I feel like us, you know, being millennials, man, it's people that I'm close to now in the family. I may have connected with on Facebook. You may have connected with Twitter, LinkedIn, um, whatever the case is. But I'm saying that to say is that, you know, I want people to take away from this episode is that 
you have to get out there and, and connect yourself you know whatever it is like man this goes for if you look at some of the successful people that you know did illegal activities they was based off of connections or even legal activities so it's like getting out there getting out your comfort zone is extremely important and realizing you know you know having an idea of what you want to do and um you know all the info that zay has shared um, i hope you all are motivated and understand like you know you can't get nowhere without hard work um but part of hard work is connecting with people it's not just about doing the assignment and all that because you got people that you know we've seen in school you have people that may have a 4.0 straight a student once they graduate they may can't find a job because they never network with nobody or they may not have those social skills and those different type of things so um, i want you to just kind of close this out man you know uh leaving you know that lots of people as far as like the guy because i know you get a lot of time what did you do how did you get that job can you hook me up with this job can you this can you that and like that's ideally is good that's not a way to build a relationship yep. you know maybe hit some you know hit somebody up and ask them how can i learn from you yep. what's your advice on this but just hitting up saying hey can you do this can you do that and i mean if y'all have an established relationship that's different right but normally it comes from people where it's like i mean i even know you like that so just lead the people that's listening Leave them at any means motivation coming from Wednesday, man, and just let them know, you know, the steps that they should take, man, that can ultimately lead to a successful career in life. Yeah, for sure. And to be honest, brother, like you, man, like <laughs> you hit it, you know, with a lot of those key points, man. But just, just to kind of reiterate uh, some of those points, man, like number one, get out there, you know, whether it's going to a conference, whether, you know, you're in somebody's city and asking, can you grab coffee? It's the small things, you know, can I just get 30 minutes to talk? Can I get 30 minutes to hear about your journey? You know, when I used to reach out to people sometimes, and I just asked them, tell me about how you got to where you are now. Like that, that, that right there was just enough to just keep me going. You know, you, you just, you just never know how you can be an inspiration to somebody. Um, so man, just get out there by any means, you know, like you said, phone call, social media, LinkedIn, all and, that and keep it genuine though right keep it genuine and be consistent For like sure. yeah exactly yeah don't be afraid to send a follow-up message follow-up email um because i've been there before i just follow up with a connect that i reached out to in march he ain't hit me back till may and i'll be honest i felt some type of way and then you know the other day i was thinking about it and i'm like like bro get, get out your way like one thing kobe uh kobe said some of the interviews so you know he said get over yourself like don't think too much or think yeah. this so I had reached back up to him and followed back up with him because I'm like, nah, this guy's a great potential plug, you know, sure. to help me in my career. So, yeah, the follow-up emails, the same way y'all sliding in the DMs <laughs> and all that, you got to do that on LinkedIn. Like, trust me, I've been doing that this week. You know, you might hit back, you might not. But it's just the whole point of just being able to connect. And, you know, like they say, practice make perfect. So Absolutely. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, last couple of things I would say to that is, you know, after all of that, you know, still stay true to yourself. You know, that's one thing that I'm still learning right now. I think at times earlier in my career, I would try to, you know, be a certain way because that's how I thought that they wanted me right. to be. Yeah. You know, and, you know, in certain businesses, or certain positions, you may have to change up kind of how, right. adjust to how you at, but like, don't, don't lose sight of yourself. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned so far in my career. Like I said, I'm still young. I'm still learning. And I, that's why I'm always trying to help the next generation. I had a lot of people help me um you know even now you know i get it you know i'm busy a lot too but if somebody writes me i may not get back that same day or that same week but i'm always going to try to reply and you know just give share my journey and uh you know be able to help the next person like jay-z says his one line where he says something like you know hold the dads hopefully you don't got to go through that you know and that's no, that, and, and that's really how i try to 
um, you know, live my life as well. So stay true, network. And then lastly, once you get in, still treat it like you just got there. Um, You know, uh, you know, that's, I think I still have that intern mentality, you know, always just keep grinding, keep chasing for more. My first song. My first, yep, yeah. yep. I <laughs> said big on the AC, treat everything like it's your first, first, yep. You know, for sure, for sure, man. So, yeah, bro, man, like I always say, bro, extremely proud of you. Um, definitely thank you for coming on here today. We're going to do this again next time in Boston. For sure. You know, we're going to do it after a win at the, at the uh, Garden. So, man, keep going, bro. Keep motivating. So, um, you know, yeah. keep doing everything, man. Y'all know, listen to FBG. That's a fact. Slack. Do it for Miss Gladys, boy. 2312, 20, <laughs> baby. Already. We out. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning into Dreams by Any Means Motivation Station, where hustle plus faith equals success. Stay tuned for the next episode.